Hello and welcome to season two of Planet Sinclair, a media source of which you can turn your brain off and listen to some Scouse Gale chat about some semi-informative and semi-interesting shit for a bit. I'm going to be introducing a new season after every mental breakdown that I have, so with the grandest of salutations, welcome back. First off, I just want to say a massive thank you to those who have messaged about either the radio silence, the complete lack of anything from me over the past few weeks, months even, I think it's been like two months, or even the people that are just questioning when the next episode is going live. It really means a lot that I've been getting these messages over the past few weeks to months. So I've ummed and ahed over the past few weeks about whether or not I should touch on everything I have been going through recently. And to be honest, I'm still kind of questioning it. Like, I'm sat recording this episode right now. Whether or not I find the tits to actually upload it, who knows? I mean, unless you're listening to this right now, then go me for doing so and actually uploading it, I suppose. I personally thought that going into lockdown wouldn't affect me mentally. How how wrong I was. I mean, well, no, let me backtrack for a second, actually. Going into lockdown isn't what has affected me. I think that it's coming out of lockdown that appears to have had an adverse effect. I seriously thought I could spend 12 plus months almost exclusively in one room. Literally, I've slept, eaten, exercised and worked all in the same space since the start of lockdown. And my naive simple little brain didn't think that this was going to have an effect on me. I thought I'd bounce straight back into the busy, admittedly somewhat overly social lifestyle that I once had pre-pandemic. And I've spoke with a lot of people, I've read a ton of articles, all on the fact that so many people are feeling this anxiety-induced apprehension about returning to normal life, which on paper, given what we've all been through, it makes sense. It makes total sense. But despite this, and despite it making common sense, I'm still, in this very moment, coming to terms with my own demons and my own mental health struggles. But guess what, don't worry, my sword is fully unsheathed and I'm battling my demon by putting out a whole ass podcast episode about it. I mean, no, really, like, if me talking about this so publicly makes one person who feels like they're in a similar way feel that tiniest bit less alone, then so be it. So some context behind my current struggles. I have got noise-induced tinnitus in my right ear. And for those that don't know, tinnitus is a subjective constant ringing or buzzing that is perceived to be inside of the ear. So commonly noise-induced tinnitus is a chronic condition, so that means it's unlikely to go away, although it is most certainly easily managed. And a common factor with tinnitus is that it gets worse and it gets louder when the nervous system, specifically the limbic system, is under a great deal of anxiety or stress. So the catch-22 of this is that anxiety makes the tinnitus worse and louder, And because the tinnitus is worse and louder, it causes the anxiety levels to rise. And it's an awful cycle that's incredibly hard to break out of. And this is what I have slash currently am battling with at the moment. So tinnitus, it could be caused by a few different reasons. Some are completely unknown, but I do know for a fact mine is noise-induced tinnitus as I am hard of hearing in my right ear. And that is the ear that I've got tinnitus in. 
And I'm pretty certain I noticed the ringing at first after I got back from a holiday in Ibiza. So presumably, I think that I've stood too close to a very loud speaker and that in return has damaged the hairs that are situated inside my cochlea, which is inside my ear. And because these hairs are damaged, it sends mixed ringing signals to my brain to fill in the missing gaps from the hearing that it can no longer hear. So I've had my tinnitus for about two and a half years now and it's never been bothersome for me. I'd completely habituated to it and I was at peace with the fact that it was now part of me and it was part of who I was. And over the past few months, presumably, again, this is just what I'm presuming, because lockdown's been easing, I feel like the tinnitus is a constant thing that I'm thinking about because my anxiety levels have now risen because everything is opening back up again. And right now it's probably the loudest it's ever been. And it's been an absolute nightmare, if I'm going to be honest. It, It is. It's a scary thing if you don't know how to manage it properly. But I understand now over recent weeks, the brain, it's so complex and because I'm thinking and talking about my anxiety and thinking and talking about my tinnitus so much my brain is like oh okay she obviously likes these topics of conversation I'll make sure that the ringing is continuously loud for her because she likes it so much my brain is currently in a process of winding down the fight or flight system something of which can subjectively take a few months so it is a long time for this to settle but it's just a case of taking it day by day. So right now my sympathetic nervous system, the system of which prepares the body for emergencies, it's stuck or at least it's struggling to get out of this fight or flight mood. Because I've been getting upset and angry over the tinnitus and the anxiety despite there being no actual physical threat like Nobody's about to kill me, nobody's about to hurt me or anything like that. But my body is kind of stuck in a state of, you are about to die, (laughs) like despite there being no immediate danger being present. So because I'm having these unfortunate emotional reactions, emotional and physical, my brain and body are processing the anxiety and the tinnitus as dangerous, threatening and important. So this is then triggering the sympathetic nervous system and it's leaving me in a state of emotional turmoil. So I didn't know any of this a few weeks ago. The best thing I've done in this situation is to try and educate myself further. Don't get me wrong, I'm still having a good fucking wobble every now and then, but at least now I understand that the body's fight or flight system reacts very fast, but it unravels very slow. So going through this anxiety-induced moment, if you will, it's most certainly, for me at least, it's felt like one step forward and two steps back at some points. It takes time, I get that now. I'm still far away from where I want to be, but I'm off in the right direction right now. That's all that matters. As mentioned, there are going to be a ton of other people that can relate to these issues, the anxiety and the tinnitus, actually, because this past year, we've all been inside of our own comfort zones, our own safe spaces, places that we know are away from the potential C-word threat. And no, not the cunt word, the other C-word. Our brain habituated to, dare I say it, the new normal. 
So when you do something that's a bit new or a bit different, your brain is naturally hardwired to spike with a tiny bit of stress. So this is our brain's natural way of turning on the fight or flight response because it's telling you to be careful as a survival retaliation. So the other week, I think it was like the first bank holiday in May, I gave myself up for a friend's birthday. We were going for drinks in town. So I forcefully got myself ready and headed into town. I think I must have been out for a whole 15, 20 minutes. And I just like, the best way I can describe it is I went into myself. I was there for, as I said then, 15, 20 minutes and I left without saying bye. And it's a weird one because... I wasn't bothered about the fact I was in a large group or the fact that there was loads of people. I just went into myself. Like, I couldn't concentrate on what anyone was saying or talking about. All I wanted to do was go home. So, in a very sweaty, anxious, messy way, off I went and took myself home. This was the point when I started to realise that something was really wrong with me. I'd like to think I've always been a fairly confident person. I mean, I love meeting new people. I love being active online. I love conversations around things I'm interested in. Hence why I started this podcast. I am, I'm not very introverted, quite the opposite. I know this and yet I still had this massive wobble. A few days later, I took my dog for a walk and it was literally just me, him and this gigantic field. There was no one else in sight. I had a full-on meltdown. I am talking like full-on Fukushima my heart was racing and I couldn't catch my breath and it was my first proper anxiety attack. I had been waiting 26 years for this moment. On top of all this as well, I'd had numerous friends and family members question if I was okay or pick up on the fact that I hadn't air quotes been my usual self. And then when it came to time to question whether or not I should speak to a GP, my argument of avoidance was, I don't want to waste the GP's time. I can get through this myself. Okay, just fucking stop right there. If I can go back and manically shake that version of myself from a few weeks ago, I would. She was not thinking straight. And after another week or two of anxiety-induced meltdowns, I finally decided to speak with my GP and he said I can either take propanolol. So this is a beta blocker that basically it slows down the heart rate and it diminishes some of the physical side effects of anxiety. So less chance of a fast heart rate, less chance of being sweaty, less chance of shaking, that type of thing. And then because of the lack of these, that hopefully leaves you, well, it leaves the user feeling calmer, less nervous and more composed. The other option was antidepressants and this wasn't an avenue that I wanted to jump straight into. So I thought that giving the propanolol a go first would be my best bet. If I didn't see that these were taking me in the right direction, taking the propanolol, that is when I'd potentially consider the antidepressants. So with this in mind, I was nervous because the propanolol only aids the physical effects of anxiety, not the mental. So this made me a little bit skeptical on how I would react. So the doctor also referred me to a tinnitus specialist at the ENT in Broadgreen Hospital. So I can seek ways to manage the tinnitus better. I do have a hearing aid for the ear that the tinnitus is in and the ear that I'm slightly deaf in. And I never wore it out of 
sheer embarrassment, I suppose. Nobody wants to be in the 20s wearing a hearing aid, but I have been wearing it the past month or so. So with the hearing aid, it amplifies sound, obviously. Uh, so that way the ringing in the head doesn't appear as loud. So once I'm at the tinnitus specialist in a few weeks time, I'm going to see if they can provide CBT therapy. So that way I'm going to be able to manage negative thoughts more effectively. So with tinnitus, the more you think about it, the louder the brain makes it. So sometimes it can take months to habituate and to get it back down to the baseline that you were once used to. And I've accepted this, even though right now, as I'm recording this in a very quiet room and all I can hear, well, apart from my own voice, is this very loud ringing in my head. I'm not having a panicked reaction over it and I haven't been for a week or two now, which is amazing and it's good to see positive progress in this area so anytime I do think about it I just think right I'm in no immediate danger it's annoying now but it does get better over time and I was actually laughing the other day because I clicked onto the fact that my tinnitus completely does not bother me when I'm on TikTok I'm like a year late to TikTok by the way so excuse me if I talk about it all the time going forward like I'll scroll and scroll and scroll like upwards to like an hour or longer it'll be a little bit longer maybe an hour or two and I'll stop and I'll be like a I need a life and b I haven't thought about my tinnitus since I opened this app it literally sounds like one of those jog Sunday sport headlines tiktok cured my tinnitus that type of thing I've been on propranolol for two weeks now and I have noticed a positive effect so I can confirm it defo works, it does slow your heart rate down. I was pissing with sweat and beetroot red the other day doing a hit workout and my Apple Watch told me my heart rate was only at 110. So either I'm shit or the beta blockers are working and they're doing the job properly. So right now, again, as I've just touched on, the tinnitus is way above baseline in comparison to what I've been used to the past two and a half years, but I'm not having a negative reaction to it. All in all, I feel calmer and I feel more positive about life and I feel hopeful that I'm on the right tracks again and I'm happy about it because when I was in that dark place a few weeks ago, God, it wasn't even that long ago, I'm talking two, three weeks ago, it literally felt like I was in a hole that was impossible to get out of. Like I could hear thunder in my head every time I'd get upset. And I kept blaming myself for being in this state when really, my brother told me this, anxiety is a perfectly natural thing that all humans experience, but hardly anyone knows how to manage. He described it as, imagine you're on a spaceship, anxiety is your red alert. When your crew hear the red alert, they all panic. Despite there not being any danger around, you now stay at red alert simply because all of the crew is panicking. This just summed up how I was feeling perfectly and I'm sure a lot of people can relate. And another thing I actually resonated with was this video that Stephen showed me. I'll do my best to try and describe it, like close your eyes and envision this picture. Man A is lying under a big rock. Man B is walking past and he notices Man A under the rock. He asks him, what's happened? Man A replies, I don't know. Why? What's up? Man B shakes his head, looking down at him and says, no, you need help. Looking confused, Man A looks up at him and asks, help? What's help? Man B says, assistance, supportive action, you really need some. 
Man A under the rock says, oh, okay. Man B walks away, leaving Man A under the rock. A few moments pass before Man A starts shouting, help, help. Man C, a new guy, runs over to Man A who is still trapped under the rock and says, hi, how can I help? Is there a way I can help? Man A then says, I need help. Man C then looks at him and says, you don't want help. Man A says, oh, well, thank you. Man C walks off. Man A remains trapped under the rock. The video then ends. I watched this video and literally almost started crying. A few weeks ago, I was the man under the rock. Like, I didn't think I needed help. And when I was told by multiple people to seek help, I simply refused by saying, I do not want help. My own mental health put me in self-sabotage and I thought because I'd never been through anything like this before that the moment would pass naturally by itself when this obviously wasn't the case and weeks went by before I bit the bullet and opted to speak to professionals and since doing so I do genuinely feel better that and obviously the propranolol is having a positive effect on me as well. Even if it is placebo, who cares? It's working, I feel better. And I've also got the added benefit of having an incredibly strong support system of people around me, which I literally, there are no words, I cannot put into words how grateful I am for my boyfriend, family, friends, and my workplace as well. So if you're in a similar place mentally, please reach out to someone, talk to someone, let them know what you're going through and how you're feeling. Please don't bottle it down it can take you down the completely wrong paths. Be it a friend, a doctor, a helpline advisor, just simply expressing how you feel to another person, no matter how hard that may seem and how impossible that hill feels to climb at first, you're doing the right thing to simply get back on track. And I'm still on my path of getting back on track. I mean, I am nowhere near where I want to be just yet but even when I compare right now today to two weeks ago three weeks ago fuck even last week I'm in a better place now because I'm trying to educate myself I'm taking the propranolol that the doctors prescribed to me I'm speaking very open and honestly with my friends and family about how I'm feeling if I'm having a good day if I'm having a bad day so it's just a case of staying as positive as you can and even if it is a case of you're taking one step forward two steps back you are still moving forward you are still making the progress you are still heading in the right direction of where you need to be so yeah just please reach out and speak to someone if you're feeling in a very similar way to what I've described and the mental health umbrella it's such a big one as well so even if you're feeling in a way that I've not described and you know that you're struggling with something, I can't put into words how beneficial it'll be for you to speak to your GP or speak to a close friend or family member because they will help. Also, little side note as well before I wrap this episode up, please, 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 for fuck's sake, protect your ears Don't have your headphones blasting down your ears. If you go to a concert or gig, wear hair and protection. If you think you look cool driving in your car with your windows down and you've got your music blasting, stop. I mean it, just stop. 
<laughs> I feel like I need to get little tinnitus awareness business cards and just silently hand them to people when I can hear that they're listening to music too loudly. Like, hello, yes, can I talk to you today about tinnitus? <laughs> I've got to listen to ringing in my right ear for the rest of my life because I was stood too close to a speaker at Ocean Beach, probably trying to get a fucking selfie with Wayne Lineker. It's not worth it. Protect your ears educate yourself on this please i am 26 and i am living with the same condition that my 74 year old father has for the love of fuck protect your ears you don't want tinnitus trust me although a lot of people who do have tinnitus we can all agree it is manageable and it does get better over time but even still protect your little fucking ears please and if you are struggling with tinnitus and you need some advice, um, there is a really big tinnitus community. I think like a third of the population or something suffers with tinnitus at one point in their life. But if you've got any questions or anything about tinnitus, do let me know because I am quite clued up on it. Okay, on that note, that is the end of this episode. I am not going to apologise about it being a bit doom and gloom because I'm unapologetically accepting what I've been through over the past few weeks and if one of my coping mechanisms is to share my story with strangers on the internet, then so be it. Okay, so going forward, podcasts should be coming out a little bit more frequently and the social media pages are currently defrosting. They are being reactivated as we speak. If there are any topics that you think I should be talking about, please do just drop me a message and let me know. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely rest of your day.